to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Welcome, uh, sisters. I am just freshly back from Great Wolf Lodge, so I am relaxed and ready. Are you relaxed after a trip to Great Wolf Lodge? Bark on a podcast. Yeah, well, no. Did you open any (laughs) treasure chests or fight a dragon? There's a dragon there, right? Yeah, Yeah. uh, my Charlie did. That's cool. Charlie did those things. She did all the questing and all Hasn't the... she done all the questing like four mm-hmm. times? She did it again. <laughs> she'll, d- well, she will do it over and over again because Justin will. So mm. That's, I was going to say, she could set honest. Uh, no, it was a very fun, exhausting weekend at Great Wolf Lodge. Um, we hit up the candy store. I promised Charlie we'd talk about candy on this episode. This is not about candy, but I promised we'd mention candy. So candy. My daughter is in is a big fan of gummy candy, and Me they had. Too. I know you are. They had something. I, I should have brought it back for you to see if you would eat it. <laughs> they had concocted something that they were selling at the candy store there that was a candy pizza. Okay. And it was like just a collection of various gummies that vaguely resemble pizza toppings. They were not like it was not like a gummy pizza. Like nobody made. Like gummy pepperonis or gummy mushrooms yeah. or anything. It was just like this sort of looks like it could be a pizza topping. Put it on top. It looked horrifying. But what was it on I top of? It. Uh, like gummy sharks, and they had like strings of gummy stuff around the edges to make a circle. And gummy, I don't know, something looked like turtles were in there. There were gummy fried eggs on it for whatever reason. That sounds like a pizza you could get in Williamsburg. I believe that. There were some I like mean, gummy orange eggs, wedges around the edge. I mean, I'd eat it. It's gummy. That's a, that's a high-end gummy pizza. That's what that is. It looked terrible. They're all made out of the same stuff. They all taste the same, Sydney. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Sydney they was have... just like trying to put together in her brains like, shark meat and eggs? No, not at all. <laughs> Even though in reality, it's like, oh, blue raspberry and green apple. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Chewy Even... sugar and less chewy sugar. Even yeah. Charlie was like, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I tried to convince her to get that. Now, they did have gummy sushi that looked really cute. Like, it looked like sushi, mm-hmm. except it was all made out of gummy. And it was like each piece of the, like, sushi rolls. Yeah. So it wasn't just, like, one solid gummy. Yeah. They had, like, concocted it. It looked really cool. And she wanted nothing to do with it because she kept saying, I don't like sushi. And I was like, no, it's it's gummy. It's got, never mind. <laughs> I quit. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna try to stop convincing you to buy more candy. <laughs> well, I you know I was also at a candy store today. Uh huh. Um, I uh, I was going for uh, my bar is doing like Monday night movies and I do specialty cocktails, so we were doing uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, so I wanted like a candy lip garnish for it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I like I live in a neighborhood that's like it's a lot of like adults, like there's not a lot of kids. And I we yet we have like a really amazing candy store. So I was like chit chatting with the owner today because he puts up like super like creepy awesome like Halloween decorations. And he's like, yeah, it's really great. I could be as creepy as possible because no kids come in here. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so wait, is this like just like a adult child candy store? He's like, yeah, basically, you know, like that's like, not a, you know it's a weird thing that you know might like for you all never... for all of you, yeah. You never grow out of candy. Exactly. I guess not. I guess that, that, that maybe that's a millennial business that we're creating. Like we killed the need for like 
sets of tools and like houses. <laughs> I can't afford any of that. But adult candy stores and avocado toast is booming. Like, exactly. We're creating it, new industries. If that's if that's the future is we're getting rid of Hooters and replacing it with candy stores. <laughs> right? Like and wholesome okay. candy stores. <laughs> like I mean, wholesome. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. As long as we include like good good old nineties candy in there with like lots of um neon colored, artificially colored and flavored wax bottles. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the nineties. <Yeah>, <laughs> They've got all that. They've got like all like all of the stuff you would expect to find, and then just like there's like some cool like you know like homemade stuff. But it's yeah, just, it's just <laughs> I guess I guess it's kept it's kept alive by a bunch of like twenty to forty year olds <laughs> buying candy. <laughs> the kids today seem to like the sour stuff. That's my only observation about modern candy. Yeah, kids seem all about the sour. That's good. That's an advanced palate. It's better Dude. than just the sweet. <laughs> they don't. They don't seem to like hurt themselves with the candy because that was a thing for us. It's like warheads and crybabies. Like, yeah, was a lot of the popular candy. It was also about like, but can you eat it? It's like that should never be mm-hmm. like a draw to a food. Like can a fireball. Yeah. See, yeah. now they've combined them, and you can get spicy sour patch kids that are called sour patch kids fire, <laughs> and they are indeed supposed to be spicy and sour. Those are pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. I discovered that there's spicy Skittles now, too. Really? Yeah. Mm. I don't know how I felt about that. <laughs> they were they were spicier than I expected. Like, I was a little bit like, this is fine for me, but this is going out, like, all over the country, and this is, this is a lot of spice for a Skittle. <laughs> you know, I think I've had those, because Mom got me a pack of Skittles a while ago, and I opened it without thinking and ate one, and I was like... That's, that's a you, little That's, a little that's always mom. Mom will, if a new candy comes out, mom will always buy it. Yeah. If there's a new candy. She doesn't eat it. Also a new potato chip it. flavor. Like yes. the weird ones they come out with, the weird mm-hmm. lays, mm-hmm. all of those. Yeah. Yes. We'll always have those on our we, house. If we see weird M&Ms, like seasonal M&Ms, we always buy a bag to give to mom. I know she won't day. eat them. She just wants to know that they they are there. Mm-hmm. She wants to have them and show them to people and feed Dad them. Dad will eat Dad them. Dad will eat them. Yeah. <laughs> but. Well, no, mom, mom wants to have like one or two and have an opinion about them. Yes. Like she just wants to know, this is what that tastes like. Ah, now I know. Mm-hmm. Dad will just Here, Dad. inhale the rest of them. <laughs> Dad will eat they're, the rest. <laughs> they're a good team. <laughs> same with Oreos, too. Mm-hmm. Or new Oreo flavors. Oreos. Same thing. Yep. I also like the fact that even if he doesn't like the flavor, he will he still will continue eat to eat it. He'll just complain about it the whole time. <laughs> These aren't that good. <laughs> I don't think I like this. <laughs> well, so we talked about candy. That was important. I'm glad we covered that. You're welcome, Charlie. Is she going to listen yeah. to this? Are you going to make her listen I'm to this? I'm going to make her listen to the beginning we did when we talk about her? candy. Okay. Yes. Right. Uh, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a very important topic. What are we talking right. about? Shoes. <laughs> Imagine right. mine and Taylor's reaction when Sydney sat down today and said, I think we should talk about <laughs> shoes. <laughs> well, there's, you know, we've talked about fashion, like trends, things of then and now on the show before. And I feel like shoes are just as intrinsic to like the teen identity. Yeah. Right. I mean, they still are. Yeah. Right? Just like all the little badges you put in your Crocs. Your identity. What? No. Is that a Crocs thing? Crocs, I think, are back. 
I have seen it has been very rainy recently on my campus. Uh-huh. I have seen many, many people, mostly girls, I think, but guys as well wearing Crocs. No. Wait, how does that help with the rain? They have holes actually in them. Well, I guess people Do you think wear like barefoot? Yeah. You just let your feet get a good like washing. rubber, I guess. It's like you're not going to ruin them. Yeah, but your feet are exposed to the elements. Maybe they wear socks with them. I haven't observed too closely. I but just know there was a... socks get wet. There was a girl in one of my classes who had on the same green Crocs as our school color. Uh-huh. Kelly, that's Kelly Green. Kelly Green. Kelly Green. My uh-huh. teacher was like, wow, where did you find those Kelly Green Crocs? I haven't found any that are exactly Marshall colors before. Okay. Saw uh, another girl who had on like a white pair today, but had some of the badges in them that like are different. I didn't see what they were. Are the but badges even back? Did you did you know there is a clothing company that sells pieces of clothing that are very expensive, like thousands of dollars? It's called Balenciaga. They came out with a line of platform Crocs that like a hot pink pair of platform Crocs that have the badges already in them that you can buy. How, They're how like much are they? like I don't know, like twenty nine hundred dollars. Can you imagine buying three thousand dollar crocs? Like you should have seen crocs. these runway models, like walking down the runway with like their high fashion clothes on and then their platform crocs. I guess they're. I, I don't know. I guess I they're back. Feel? I don't know. I, I don't think that should be back. <laughs> I mean, look. If, if I, I I the thing is, like, a lot of people that I work with wear crocs when they're bartending and definitely working in the kitchen because they're really comfortable. Yeah, they're good like working shoes. Comfy. And that's great. I just am really surprised that there is a sea of comfy shoes. How did those make the jump to the ones that everyone's like, nah, I'm going to go with this? Well, I just surprised by it too. because like, again, they are very comfy. If you wear Crocs, good for you. You're probably comfy all the time. I'm not judging you. But I re- I remember a very large portion of time where people were just like way against Crocs. Like, why would anyone wear I d- Crocs? I didn't think they were, and I, I say this not in judgment, I never know what's cool, nor do well, I necessarily I to, care what's cool, but I, I just thought, I thought Crocs weren't now. Like, yeah. I thought, I thought they were in for a brief moment, and then they went way out, when and I then was, that's it. I didn't I know they were younger, back. younger, yeah, I had, like, a lilac pair, and a pink pair, and a blue pair, and had different badges for all of them. Like, I was way into Crocs, mm-hmm. and then I just thought that they went out again guess they're back it was a trend i never jumped on uh when they were cool or when they weren't cool it just wasn't my i need shoes with a little more support than that it's just the holes yeah Yeah, if i want my feet to breathe i'll wear flip-flops yeah Uh, i don't i don't know about that flip-flops to me and maybe it's just it's it's my personal damage those just seem like a trap for falling down (laughs) it's like (laughs) <laughs> they're really easy to trip in they are it's like a little flippy floppy bottom part gets the name and like make they're really noisy uh. too it's like my my worst combination of things the like it introduces the option of me tripping and, and falling which is already highly likely and i'm making a weird sound that makes people look at me you now, know that, you welcome to my nightmare are, are <laughs> flip-flops officially only known as flip-flops now Okay. Has the name thongs completely? I say sandals. Well, well, that's too general. Because I like a top top. I mean, but there are a lot of different. I would say that there are that all flip flops are sandals, but not all sandals are flip flops. Uh, I would agree with that. Okay. 
Um, you can have like a strappy dress sandal. Yeah, and that's you can't have I, a strappy dress flip flop. It has to have the thing that goes between your big toe and your little toe. I don't wear flip flops. I mean, your big toe and your second toe, not between your big toe and your little. I don't know what that was. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear flip flops. Then I guess I just wear sandals that aren't flip flops. I wear Birkin. I don't, you I don't wear have any flip flops. I don't think so. Like I think not I have a like, single pair of like. I, think I have like one old like rubber pair like yeah. a really cheap pair that i like brought like with the me pool and... that i wore to like when we were at the beach i would wear yeah. it down to the beach yeah i guess i have that pair yeah but i like I, if i'm like going somewhere even if i don't care that much about how like i'm dressing or what my uh-huh. outfit looks like i'll slide on my, my burks now burke as long as you bring them up so those are are those those are back. I, th- are, I think Burks I mean, are back. I am not going to speak for all places, but at least in my small realm of the world. Because I had a moment when I was a teenager when I got my first pair of Birkenstocks that I was like, I have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I have found my identity through these shoes. This is who I am. I love the earth and <laughs> I am very uh concerned about the rainforest and so i so i bought a pair of birkenstocks and you can see all of that concern in my feet i I feel like you could make like a like a chart as far as like high school identities especially like in the alternative sphere like Uh i'm definitely alternative but am i birkenstock alternative am i doc martin like alternative (laughs) or am i vans alternative i was i was like doc martin combat boot alternative I was definitely Birkenstock alternative. Birkenstock and like hemp necklaces with like FEMO mm. beads. That was yeah. me. That's okay. the alternative so I was. When <laughs> it's weird that I did, I, I did not use drugs recreationally, but you would have thought I did. You, yeah. <laughs> you like the aesthetics. I like the aesthetic of it, but I was too scared to do drugs. <laughs> Sydney wanted everyone to look at her and go, maybe? Maybe? Did, does she? Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> no. So when Birkenstocks were a thing, when you all were teens it said something like that about your identity they were kind of like a a hippie kind of i mean isn't that fair to say tay like kind of a laid back hippie kind of now i feel like they're just like i want to say like a like a staple piece that it seems like i i am speaking for mostly girls i've seen wearing them that a lot of girls i know wear with like athletic shorts and a sweatshirt or like jeans and a cute blouse mm-hmm. or leggings and a hoodie like literally any span of dress or type of clothing just because like they're comfy and they're easy to put on mm. not when it gets oh. like cold outside obviously but like summer spring well when they're early when fall. it's cold you just wear them with socks right well yeah that too like big fuzzy Pe- socks oh uh, people socks. really do that yeah sandals and socks Ooh, is that, i haven't is had that a thing i, I, I have that I haven't had my Birkenstocks during a cold season yet, so I have not witnessed it, but I have seen, or I have not experienced it. I have witnessed it in high school a lot. There were a lot I of girls who would wear, like, big, like, fuzzy, like, cabin socks, Birkenstocks over them. I didn't know that was okay. I've never I mean, seen people wear socks okay. with flip-flops, yeah. but you socks can, with sandals. You can put whatever you want on your feet. I, well, exactly. I think we should. Okay. I think we should preface, when we're talking about we've done the show long enough hopefully we've made this point before but if not yeah when we're talking about what's quote-unquote okay and not okay obviously we have we are all of the opinion that whatever okay. I mean, it's fine i'm Who thinking cares? of what if, if you're comfortable if you yeah. feel good go for it 
we're talking about like the what's popularized on social media exactly what what is considered trendy at the moment is this okay is it not okay what were the so-called fashion rules back in the day versus i usually judge i think that goes without saying but just in case if you're if you're sitting at home listening right now and you are wearing clogs with socks and you've walked in the rain we're not coming for you. Huh. No, that's that. Is, if if you feel good about that, go for it. Go for it. I usually base my what I say off of just the people I see walking around around me in my classes. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, it seems like a lot of people do that. OK, well, but that's interesting because you never I mean, did people wear Birkenstocks and socks back in the day? I'm sure they did. Was that like what the look was? I will no. say I have left my dorm. And when I say leave my dorm, I mean like got out to my car to get something or like got out to my car to drive home for the night and worn the socks I was wearing in my dorm to keep my feet warm and just slid on Birkenstocks no, over if you, them. If you wanted to wear socks and sandals, it, and Tay, correct me if there's another thing, but the ones that I'm thinking were always acceptable, like because you had to, it was a sportier look and there were what I used to call soccer sandals. Slides. Oh, yeah. And they have like the- The, the big strip. The big strip of material like over the, the Nike top. slides that just have like one big strip like across the top of your foot and then are like rubber. Yeah, yeah and like back, back in the day, the really popular ones were like blue and white striped or green and white striped or like like mm. alternating horizontal stripes all across the top. They, they were the are, sandal version of the samba. Yes, and the, those with socks yeah. were totally cool because it was a very sporty. Like you slide those on after practice. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are very i don't want to say very popular but gucci has their own line of slides that you can get that's what that style of sandal is called their slides and they are very expensive well i would think and they are much of like a like a statement thing like oh you're wearing gucci slides like oh my gosh like you see like a lot of like youtubers or like celebrities like the ones they have that are just a strip of like diamonds across the top and that's that's like people your age are like into that yeah like, would, i don't would, would know get anyone those if they could yeah i don't know anyone that owns them because like they're like six hundred dollars a piece sure. and the ones that have like all the gyms and stuff are over a thousand so, like no one i know has bought them because this but, is generally like this is interesting to me because i mean brands like gucci are not new like mm-hmm. these very expensive right i mean things like that existed when we were young but that is not the level of like I don't want to say class, you know, expense. That's not what they were making before. They weren't making well, slides. They were making well, like... and they were, and uh, teens weren't aspiring to that. Yeah. Yes, there were more expensive things that like a lot of teens desired. Right. But they weren't Gucci. They were like Samba. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, you it know, was a sixty dollar pair of shoes, maybe exactly six hundred dollar. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I really don't like the idea of taking like a style that is generally associated with a cheap, affordable thing and like making it a really ex- expensive luxury thing like it just i don't know it's a weird I, see it's a I, weird thing to do i agree i agree when it comes to fashion and but the, i feel like that's also my bias that i'm not i'm not exactly like a fashionista i'm not really into what is cool or popular necessarily it's not my value but like if you put that corollary on food i am that person who if i could <laughs> once in my life like eat that like five hundred dollar no. hamburger or whatever. Like I'm really curious. What does that taste like? I just I'm I'm I not saying you, it should cost that much or that that makes sense for the earth. I'm just saying like there's a dirty little part of me that wants to know what that tastes like. But see, then you work in food long enough and you realize that like the the best hot dog is is like probably five dollars. 
I mean, you know, like the, yeah. the, the best the best food is probably being cooked in someone's like mom's kitchen halfway around the world. No, you're right. But, you're right. Like and a, and a more more importantly, that like a a ten dollar hamburger probably tastes as good. Like, how good do you need your food to be? What what experience are you gonna <laughs> have where you're just like, this is it. This is the pinnacle. I could never go back. Like, food is really good. Even when it's cheap. <laughs> I don't know. This is the problem with living in America, right? Like there's this, I've been ingrained to believe that there is something I could buy that would taste better than what I'm eating right now if I just had enough money. See, I think it was that like, especially working in like high end kitchens, like, and like at the end of the night, seeing that like $30 like meatloaf plate, like, cause I've worked at a place that had a $30 meatloaf. <laughs> and and they would make it be- they would make them beforehand but they didn't keep them to the next day so they would just put them out at the end of the night this is a little pile of little loaves that we like scavenger like closing shift people could eat and just standing there and like palming a $30 meatloaf I mean like I mean this is fine but I'm really glad I didn't have to pay for this experience <laughs> it just kind of resets everything for you you know no it's true and you make a good point the best food is probably the stuff that is being made in kitchens all over the world that you can't buy yeah you know and i mean that's like how i don't know like can you not just bedazzle like a ten dollar slide will you get the same is would that be cool riley can Can you quickly but let me ask you that can you bedazzle a ten dollar slide what here's my question (laughs) would people know if you took a pair of all black slides and painted like the like green and red gucci stripe across the top and then bedazzled with all silver crystals like fake ones there is would they know there is a from whole a distance? you know there's a whole industry built on the fact that people don't know exactly <laughs> yeah. no that's I what i'm saying Bags, you could shoes, jackets you could. Scarves, not so much in huntington but, but where tay is i know i know you yeah. probably can go buy that stuff on the street somewhere right <laughs> oh yeah absolutely um i am not suggesting anyone do that i'm I just, just acknowledging the existence i just want to know how much you all think a pair of this is the title of the item from the gucci website Velvet slide sandal with crystals. Like, oh. how much do you think a pair would be? I just like a, a quick little experiment. Oh man! Oh man! Three hundred fifty dollars. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say more based on this conversation. A thousand. One thousand three hundred and eighty dollars. Oh my god! Wow. If another pair that's fifteen hundred, that is all crystals across the top. And those are the most expensive ones. The regular, I say regular, the regular ones are like 300 to $600. That's a these are These trend. are the shoes you all were talking about, right? Like, the, just, here, I'll yeah. show you. They they're just have just, like the one the band yeah. across the top, like these. Yep, that's it. That's, yeah. That, like, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I've looked at, I've looked at expensive shoes and I, I won't let myself buy them, but I've looked at them and been like, Wow. If I could, maybe, you know, like just like a beautiful boot that like has like studs and like a really cool like, like, you know, well, fake suede, vegan leather. But like, yeah. like I've, I've looked at, I, I, but I would never look at a slide. There's no exactly. way you could package a slide for me and be like, yo, you got a thousand bucks. Like, great. Then I'm going to buy a thousand slides, I guess. It's not See, like I, that. Yeah. And I've done that for. How supportive could that Exactly. Be? <laughs> That's I'm like, I'm on my feet a lot. <laughs> I've seen shoes I really like before. They've been pretty expensive. I wouldn't buy it, but they're like really nice, like nice dress shoes that are like really pretty and, and yes. I don't know, like something you'd wear on like a fancy special occasion, but not yeah. slides. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I've had the same like pair of Doc Martens for 
I, I didn't realize just how long I'd had them until some girl on the street complimented me. And she said, oh, I love that, like, that vintage green. Like, I love that. And I'm like, what's vintage? Because when I bought them, they were new. <laughs> but I've had them since high school. So I guess now that, that counts. <laughs> there but you that's go. The they're thing. vintage. They're, they're, like, they're like 15-year-old shoes or some stuff. Like, they're, they were worth it when I bought them. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, I, well, everyone contemplates how much they would pay personally for a <laughs> pair of slides. <laughs> I need to get into the slide business, man. <laughs> I'm not well, even mad. I'm just, I'm good. Good on you guys to figure this out. While everyone's contemplating what what slides they're going to make that cost a thousand dollars, let's check the group message. Uh, we have a couple sponsors to tell you about this week. First off, Modcloth. Whoop whoop. We love Modcloth here yeah. at Still Buff. Uh, we have for a long time. I just bought a couple new shirts from Modcloth. I yeah. did too. I bought some sweaters. Did you? Nice. I did. I bought one with like science equipment across uh, it, like little beakers and test tubes and things, like a t-shirt with mm-hmm. that. And then I bought um, a Magic School Bus t-shirt with the frizz. Mm-hmm. Nice. It says like, take chances, make messes. It's, I bought a little navy sweatshirt that had candy corns all over it because mm-hmm. it's, it's fall now. <laughs> As I say, they just, they launched their like fall, like little area of their store and it is very yeah. enticing. Uh, I also I just got their uh, their catalog in the mail today, and uh, they had Haley Kiyoko on the front. I'm like, oh, Modcloth, you're coming for me. You've got Haley Kiyoko on your cover, <laughs> and then you've got a Halloween store. Like, just just take my money. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. Autumn has arrived at Modcloth. You can put a stylish spin on the season with classics like a tweed blazer, corduroy jumper, and plenty of plaid. That's my favorite. Love plaid. I love plaid. <laughs> just cover me in plaid. Looks come in a full size range from XX small to 4X large. Get complimentary sizing and styling help from their team of mod stylists. If you you might, if you're like me, you may benefit from that. <laughs> a little help from a stylist. So to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code buffering at checkout this offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on december 8th 2018 so get there right now 15 percent off your purchase of 100 dollars or more go to modcloth.com and enter code buffering at checkout what's our next sponsor this week sisters um our next sponsor this week is tortine the proud publisher of the echo room by parker pv house this is tour books but they're their teen department um This book is about two teens with fractured memories who wake up in a locked room only to find they're stuck in a time loop that resets every time they try to break out. They'll have to work together to escape, though they may not be locked in at all, but locking someone or something out. Ooh, I like this. The Echo Room is available wherever books are sold, wherever you always get your books. So for more information on the Echo Room and other great Tour Teen titles, visit us at tourteen.com. It's T-O-R-T-E-E-N.com. That sounds really good. It does sound really good. Yeah. yeah. So check that book out. And we have a special a special message uh, to, to give this week. Uh, sisters, um, would you like me to deliver the special message? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, this message is for Aaron. It's from Beth. And uh, Beth says, I wish you luck on your time south of the Mason-Dixon line. Hopefully we can get back to playing Borderlands again. Sorry for your Maximum Fun podcast addiction. Well, I'm not sorry. Yeah. That's well, a great, that's a, that's a that. safe, a that's a very addiction. safe vice. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't worry about that, Aaron. That's a, that's a good vice to have. Um, 
So that was a very nice message That's from Beth nice message. to Aaron. All right. So um, we're talking about paying a lot of money for shoes. And I think that's a an interesting point to bring up um in general because as a as a teen i did like the typical thing where like i begged mom and dad to buy me certain shoes Mm -hmm. that were cool despite the fact that they cost a little more money Mm -hmm. um but i think for the most part they were somewhat practical like what i was begging for were like really nice tennis shoes yeah that you could (laughs) moon Moon shoes shoes. That was what Taylor was asking for. <laughs> Highly practical moon shoes. I, as an adult, I one time bought a pair of shoes that I found online that were very cute. They were like these really, um, they were these little flats and they had all these little like designs like sewn on them, like mm-hmm. hand stitched little things and little things dangling off of them. And they were, they were very cute shoes. Um, not very practical turned out to be somewhat uncomfortable and also things fell off of them very quickly and <laughs> i they, remember these shoes. <laughs> they were the most expensive shoes i ever bought i mean then they weren't quite that crazy expensive it was just yeah. for me it was the most expensive i ever bought and i always regretted it because i was like why if i'm gonna spend that much on shoes i think they need to be practical yeah is that how does that stack up today because if teens are interested in in gucci slides yeah i mean i think the the casual teen the re- the real teen not like the youtuber teens that yes. are that are showing off i think a lot of it also is like you know not showing off in a bad way but just like doing videos where they're demonstrating those mm-hmm. items that are really expensive that maybe the hmm. average viewer wouldn't buy but they're okay. watching other people buy so they can like look at them i think that's more where that comes from i don't think a lot of like you know that's an interesting thought though cuz Tay, where where do you other than like your friends or other people around you where did you get can you remember where you got ideas for the kinds of shoes you wanted when you were a teen like what's what brought those into your sphere uh i mean outside of like television like you know (laughs) that's what well that's what i was gonna say i mean it was it was all very much like mass marketing tv stuff yeah which you're not gonna market gucci stuff right to teen because i mean what you're you're marketing if you're if you're making a commercial for a kid it's got to be as much for the parent as for the kid right like you make the kid want it but it's got to be something the parent's willing to facilitate them buying and even beyond commercials i feel like a lot of uh tv shows probably more so when you all were growing up but maybe like youtube videos stuff Mm -hmm. for me now that teens are watching it's what the people are wearing that you're watching like characters in tv shows or like youtubers that you like sure you see them wearing like all the youtubers you watch are all wearing the same pair of like adidas superstars yeah you love the outfits they wear and you see them on instagram and twitter and pinterest and all these cute outfits all have a pair of like which i think became a very popular pair of shoes for a while i own a pair the adidas superstars that are all white but have like the three black stripes down the side yes Mm -hmm. those those were very popular for a hot minute i think it was just because like i mean they are comfortable they're tennis shoes like Mm -hmm. it's not like you're killing yourself to wear these shoes just because they're cool like they're very comfy but they also were just like everyone was really into like all white tennis shoes for a while so you had like the white high top vans all white slide on vans white adidas superstars um nikes and um pumas Mm -hmm. all released like lines of like these all white super nice tennis shoes like they're all shoes that like are comfortable to wear and you can wear and walk around in them and your feet aren't gonna like (laughs) die but they're also kind of more expensive and people are buying them because 
they're what celebrities not celebrities but, maybe but popular people are wearing i have to ask do you have to try to keep them all white because that that's seems the thing. like the opposite of what a shoe does it's yeah. it's hard i feel like yeah. this is gonna sound weird but i feel like there's a different look you get if you're the kind of person who only wears your white shoes or you know you're gonna keep them white and the kind of person who wears them even when they're all like grungy and stained like some people like try to get them to that point where they look all like worn and used but some people also try to keep them white so they look all clean like i know with, i have a pair of white vans they're pretty dirty they have stains on them at one point chocolate cake got dropped on them so there's kind of like a semi-brown stain <laughs> in the middle of them so i don't really care that much i wear them because they're comfy and i think they they slide on easily and they look mm-hmm. pretty good with most things but i know people who like will only wear their white shoes on days where it's not gonna be muddy or rainy and they will clean them See, i that, used to do that i can't do that anymore and this was one advantage of i think tay correct me if i'm wrong but like back in the 90s it was very acceptable like the grunge look was very in so my shoes were dirty and tattered and that was fine on purpose yeah well (laughs) i mean yeah i I didn't do that to them but i let them get that way pretty quickly but like wearing tattered up vans that was cool well and Um, like having having like a bright shiny new pair of chucks made you uh a poser yes yes i don't think we use that word anymore it's a stupid (laughs) word no that was what i mean so we haven't and we haven't talked a lot about chucks chucks became like the prototypical like cool punk shoe Mm -hmm. yeah um i i started wearing them because i went to a lot of local shows and wearing skinny jeans with chucks was the look and like a little t-shirt with something funny on it and so that was the look so i got my chucks and got them scuffed and dirty as fast as possible Mm -hmm. i also did that thing where like i would write things on the white toes of chucks yeah Yeah. like draw pictures and and write things and you got an engraved pair how okay i did not get (laughs) i did not get those mom got them mom went there was a while where like chucks (laughs) had this whole promotion where you could like customize your own pair and get like the inside what you wanted and the outside color and you could like have something like engraved like sewn onto them like a name and mom asked me if i wanted that i love you mom because i know you listen to our show and i said no i've been wearing navy low top chucks for a long time and they're my i love them and I, now I'm old, so I put gel insoles in them. But <laughs> I I love them, and I don't want anything different. And she did make them navy. They are the, navy. But they had uh, ladybugs on the inside. Which you can't really see. No. But then she had them embroidered on the outside to say Dr. Bean. That's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I, who would, what would not instill ultimate confidence in your doctor more than if your doctor came into your, your hospital room <laughs> wearing Chuck Taylor's that said Dr. Bean? And it's so, but it's so undermined it because <laughs> I am known, like there are still people at the hospital who, who only know me like, ah, oh, that's that doctor that wears Chuck's. I know, I know that's one of those doctors over in family medicine. She wears Chuck's. And then, like, for a while, I was that doctor that wore the chucks that said Dr. Bean. And it you was know, just like, And if oh. you don't know that's your family nickname, if I hear Dr. Bean, and I'm not thinking <laughs> of you, I think, like, the Mr. Bean movies. It's like, oh, it's are, you, Mr. Bean are you really into Mr. Island. Bean, but you're a doctor? Dr. Bean, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I don't think I would trust Mr. Bean with a medical diagnosis. 
<laughs> I just decided I decided I'm going to wear I like wearing these to work and I'm going to wear them until somebody tells me I can't and nobody's no ever told, told me I couldn't No, so that's all I've ever worn to work yeah. or chucks and I don't know anyway but yeah they were they were very cool as a, like a punk look yeah for yeah. a hot minute I don't know where they where do they land in the pantheon of you know teen shoes now they were I don't want to say still like a thing because they're obviously still a thing like mm-hmm. they still make chucks and people still wear them but I wore them a lot in middle school, like entering teenagedom. I think they were very popular. I had like all the different colors and patterns mm-hmm. and wore them constantly. But I have, I don't see people around here. I don't see people wear them a lot anymore. Yeah. I don't think they're like not cool shoes. Like I think they're cute. I wear them. Tay, do they exist in that? You live in the like epicenter of cool right you live in brooklyn i do i do um it is, yeah, it is where it is where cool flows from <laughs> but you know i don't i don't i definitely still see them a lot and i think though it's because a lot of the kids i run with kids the 30 year olds that i run with are <laughs> the uh they're like me and that they've been wearing the same pair of shoes for 15 to 20 years uh so i do think it's still like like there's a lot of people that just never let go of their late 90s early 2000s aesthetics they are still mm-hmm. the same like skinny jeans band t-shirt chuck taylor's they did that when they were 17 and they're doing it now that they're 27 i think that's yeah. just so i see a lot of that i don't know if i i don't know if like the young like because there's a lot of like young hip kids that i see i like, work with and like they're in there they're, they they seem to be they're bringing back some trends that i'm like really <laughs> but not chuck specifically i see a lot of platforms Really? Like creepers and platforms. Uh, like, you know, well, what, what are, are wait, they? Describe creepers. I don't, Ooh, know, I don't what know what those means. are. Creepers, uh, they are, oh gosh, uh, it's like a lace-up shoe. It's usually got like a panel of color in the front. Uh, it's kind of like a rockabilly association, I would say. For me, at least it was. Um, and usually mm-hmm. there is some platform to them or some like lifted sole. Okay. I'm looking up a picture. Okay, I see. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Was there is there a different way you guys would describe those? I, was oh, I see what you're saying. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think with kind of a platformy, like a sneaker with kind of a platformy. They look almost thing. like a like a sneaker and an, an Oxford type shoe combined yeah. and yeah. a platform. Yeah, I gotcha, I that gotcha. Kind of thing. I see I see those, like I see those and I do see like even like the platform sandals, like the Spice Girl things, you know, back really? from the day. I'm really surprised by that. I mean, that's what I feel like sometimes, like, the kids that I work with, the, the younger ones in, like, early 20s, they're walking around and they they look, they look exactly like we did in, like, the 90s. So I don't, I know we talked about the 90s being back, but it just doesn't seem to stop. It's, like, crop tops, yeah. like, high-waisted pants, like, in, like, a cute, like, plaid pattern or something, creepers, platforms. It's, it's still, still happening. Chokers. I thought... I thought it was interesting, this YouTuber I watch, who I think is younger than me. I think she's 17, mm-hmm. around my age, just released her own clothing line. Mm-hmm. So not like merchandise specific to like her brand, but just like clothing that she has designed and that she likes. Um, and the items were a pack of scrunchies, <laughs> a little red like velvet thin spaghetti strap cropped tank top, <laughs> and uh, a windbreaker type jean jacket that was yellow yeah so like baggy i think it was denim material but kind of looked like a windbreaker and like uh-huh. the way it was cut and that was it so like 
I feel like all the, like very 90s type things. And that she's is... a girl who's either my age or younger than me. And those are her clothing items. Well, I, I was just at a Forever 21 because, I don't know, they had like some flannels that were cheap hanging in the window. Oh, they have cute, cheap stuff all the time. Well, and yeah. they're called Forever 21, so I think it's fine, Tay. <laughs> is it? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel now I just feel embarrassed walking out. Like when I was like in my 20s, it's like, well, whatever. But now it's like, mm, it's not Forever 31. It's Forever 21. Uh, but... Yeah, like the whole they had a whole display up, and it was all just like crop tops and flannels and like uh, like corduroy and uh, yeah. like a lot of corduroy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of plaid. Like, I get a lot of emails from them when they release new stuff, and they had a lot of like corduroy overall dresses. Yeah, yeah, and overall yeah. pants that they had released. Yeah, yeah. Qu- corduroy overalls and a and a flannel. That's a very like Willow from Buffy look. You got you're <laughs> rocking there. I love it. I don't. I don't know how I feel about corduroy though, because I feel like that was that one fabric that if you got a stain on it, it was there forever. It lived with yeah. you. Yeah. Like they get yeah. that texture to them when they got old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's definitely true. They were definitely harder to maintain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like denim, just rips and whatever, and mm. it's fine. Yeah. It rips and wears and tears. And back then that was cool. Right. Again, like the the ankles of your jeans being all torn and dragging the ground and whatever. That was fine. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm thinking about what I see in shoes a lot. And I'm thinking if I'm speaking from a place of what's popular. And I've realized just in my first month as a college student, when I go to put on something in the morning, when I would dress for high school, I would wear like the occasional like heeled boot or like Mm -hmm. a shoe that maybe wasn't the most comfortable, but also I wasn't doing that much walking. So like I was just going in the same building all day. So I didn't really care if it was too comfortable or not. Now I only wear shoes that are comfy. Sure. Because like you're walking all over campus all day. So like you're not going to wear something that's uncomfy just to like go to three classes if they're all over different places on campus. Yeah. And you're going to be uncomfortable all day. So like I've only worn shoes like Birkenstocks and boots and rain boots. (laughs) I definitely think that like it was easier as a high schooler if you wanted to wear something that was maybe uncomfortable. Yeah. But I don't know. My bias is always towards comfort. Like my favorite new shoes right now are something called Rothy's. They're uh-huh. they're flats. They're for working women. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm on my feet. <laughs> and they're made out of old water bottles, plastic bottles, and they're All incredibly right. comfortable. Um, and they're oh. a little pricier, but I'm willing to pay for them because I will wear these. They're, they're black flats, and I will wear them every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> Until they <laughs> fall apart on my feet, I will wear them. Right. So, you know. Yeah. Um, That's when it's worth it to pay a lot for shoes. They're not like jellies, which I did wear when I was younger. I don't know if you feel this way, Tay. I thought jellies were the most uncomfortable shoes that I regularly wore. They also are like hard plastic, so I fell all the time because they slip on things. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they have the treads on the heel, they still slip. And I bought a pair for Charlie, and she like bit it three times in them. And I went, "Forget these. We're not wearing these anymore. I'm not gonna. I can't handle the hazard of jellies." And she was fine with that because they weren't very comfortable anyway. But, but jellies are, persisted. They're back. <laughs> they are back. They are. They're so uncomfortable. Jelly yeah. everything. Like I've seen like jelly purses and fanny packs. That's very nineties. And shoes. Yeah. Jewelry. I mean, that's. I don't know. Like I. There's a whole different shoe culture, I feel like, in New York, where it's like, <laughs> can, do you do you walk at, slash ride the subway, or can you afford cars? Because those are the different kinds of shoes you wear. I am a walker <laughs> slash subwayer. All of my shoes are flat, and they're all usually dark colors because they get dirty a lot because New York streets are gross. I was like, huh. if you're walking around in nice-looking shoes, you're saying an entirely different thing. 
<laughs> I I abandoned heels long ago because oh. I'm just being honest with myself. I can't walk in them, and I look I look like I'm trying on my mom's shoes. I yeah. only ever wear like heeled boots that have like the nice wide back, yeah. so you're not gonna fall over. I can't walk in actual heels. I have so much respect for people that can walk, dance, dance in heels. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh, we we do a drag brunch at my bar, and like I watch this drag queen like dance on a table, flip off into a split in platform heels i'm just like i just we're not this we're we're not how the same you, you are like how do your feet work i, can, I could never i, could <laughs> I couldn't never even like learn how to do that like i feel like i, I, I just never would have the ability i had I trouble i trying yeah. yeah i had trouble in those do you remember the it used to be popular to wear those like weird chunky pilgrim shoes oh yeah oh that's just that much farther to they were like from. They were like loafer <laughs> loafery kind of shoes yeah but they were like really chunky heels and they were very popular in the 90s uh-huh. for like a minute and everybody wore them and I don't know why because I look at them now and think those those were not particularly attractive yeah. but um, I couldn't walk in those and they were chunky like big chunky thick soles and heels yeah and yeah no fall over do shoes still do things there was a time when <laughs> oh, shoes no. so like stupid things BK Knights were very popular yeah. because like they lit up <laughs> And uh-huh. uh, are, do they still make the shoes that pump up the, air, the air, Nikes that you pump? I as far as I know, no. Someone's there brought was, those back for a limited run, I'm sure. There was the Probably one that somewhere. you could order pizza with or control your TV with or something, right? What? They had that commercial where you, you could like pause the with? TV and order pizza with your shoes and it was like a s- secret. Anyway, I swear uh, there was something. There was. <laughs> that? I, think, I think you're, you're confusing like a spy shoe from like. I don't know. What was that TV show that you like? Get smart. Get smart. Get smart. Does your shoe? Are there f- are there shoe phones? <laughs> no, because they're will, cell phones. But I'll buy in for that. <laughs> if uh, you look up, can you order pizza with? The first thing that comes up is your shoes. There was a commercial where somebody ordered, oh, and I I thought they made like one novelty pair of shoes that they like sold or something where you could <gasps> order pizza with them. Hold on, I have an announcement for everyone. In March of this year, Pizza Hut they announced they are bringing back. They're, oh, what are they called? Um, pizza ordering shoes, where you can press a button on your pizza shoes from Pizza Hut and order pizza. That's, I'm telling you, there are pizza shoes. You know, it's an app reason. that you download. It's Bluetooth, but like, yeah. Of course. Of course, and there they are pause pizza your shoes. TV. I did you invent this? No, I told. I saw the commercial. <laughs> I don't. I think the, the the only part I gotta be real. I'm okay with all of this. I just wish they'd come up with a better name than pizza ordering shoes. <laughs> Everything else is fine. You know what? Hold on. I think I hold well, on. Well, pizza shoes is too nebulous. <laughs> are they, do, are, do they have pizza print on them? Are, are they, they made, made of pizza? pizza? <laughs> Would you? That seems unsanitary. Be more yeah. satisfied <laughs> with pie tops. Because ah! that's what they're called. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Because they are high top shoes. And they are tops, called pie tops. Pie that's top. what they're called. <gasps> Did I, I love do it. this? Was this me? <laughs> I love pie tops. I don't know if that you can actually get them still or not, but in March of this year, it was a thing. Wow. Holiday season's coming. It is coming. Do we have vegan pie tops? <laughs> no. <laughs> I need some pie tops. So shoes don't do anything anymore. No, he, remember, doesn't seem like they? it. Wheelies, heelies, what were the heelies. ones that had the, the, the wheels in them? Uh, those were dangerous. Heelies. Yeah. I wore those once. I got a new pair in our driveway at our old house was just like a hill, like very vertical. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I tried to walk outside to show dad my new heelies when he got home from work once and just fell right down the hill, skinned my knees, never put them on again. 
Those I, I see those still occasionally and just think, where, why, how? I was always too scared to wear them ever since that traumatic incident. Just never could. Uh, I have a one more shoe question. Are Toms cool? I'm gonna I, keep wearing them I don't no matter what say you say. I don't want to say they're not cool because I think they're comfy and easy to slide on. And I have a black uh-huh. pair that I wear pretty frequently. I just don't know how many people my age, at least, I see wearing them very frequently. Mm. What about Uggs? Are Uggs in or out now? Oh, they're. I think they're out just because of how they're made. <laughs> what about that style? Like fuzzy boots like yeah. that i think around winter there there are people who wear them okay. i don't know if they're at they were really popular for a minute i never i never had them so i don't i don't but, really have a right i know that they're they're made in a bad way right you shouldn't buy them yeah but they so, have knockoff but, ones that are aren't made right that way that are off brand that i think people yeah. maybe wear i don't know i don't own any well i do yeah i mean wear whatever you want uh i think yeah, having like ethical concerns, I think should be maybe a, is a, is a better place. And I think something that your generation is focusing more on, Riley, which I think is cool, with clothing in general, yeah. that like it's like it's fashionable to be conscious of like where your products are coming from because you know even like a lot of cheap products, they're they're made and they're made in bad in ways where they're not you know the people that are making them aren't properly paid or they're right. bad for the environment and like yeah, it's I think that's a. That's a, that's a trend that I see that people care a little bit more about where their stuff comes from. And I think that's yeah. awesome. I've noticed that a lot with makeup, too. Yeah. yeah. Cruelty-free makeup sure. brands. I try to be conscious of that. Well, and I think I, I think so you've seen that played out really loudly with the Nike issue right now. Yeah. Hmm. Which, like, you know, it's interesting. We, we, we've been talking a lot about Nike. or Not us, but there's been a lot of talk about Nike. And um, I have no problem with Nike and their ad campaign, personally. And that is not an issue, but there was a long time where Nike was highly criticized for um, its its labor practices mm-hmm. overseas. Right. Uh, and I have heard, I've read a lot about it because in the lieu of all, in, in the wake of all this, I was reading more about Nike because I was like, I kind of had this this bad impression of Nike back from the past, and this was really yeah. back in the '90s when this was a big thing. And I think that it's better, but not still what you would hope in terms yeah. of like right. human rights and the way that they treat labor overseas and stuff. So I think there are other issues that you could be concerned about with Nike. Yeah. But um, but I have no problem with their advertising campaign personally. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Personally. I yeah. do too. Their commercial but I, is very moving. Yes. Very and moving. I, But I just, I wasn't, when I saw it and everybody was like, I need to go buy Nikes now to support them. I had a moment where I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I should. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I I own Nike things. I have no intention of burning them. Right, <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Because that's <laughs> silly. And I would certainly buy Nike products in support of their advertising campaign, but not their labor practices. That's difficult. It's complicated. That's, that's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. But uh, but I think it is interesting that teens are thinking about that kind of stuff now. Yeah. Because I don't think we were thinking about that back no. in the nineties. No. Get with the times. Get with the times. I never fail. This is the last thing. I know that we, we're running long. I, it never fails to amaze me how far we've come on some of these things since the 1990s. I was watching a cartoon movie with Charlie today. It was Thumbelina, which I had never seen. It's not a Disney movie, but like... Yeah. It is... Actually, the voice of Thumbelina is Jodie Benson, the voice of... Is it? Of Ariel? Ariel. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as she started singing, I was like, whoa, wait a second. That's Ariel. <laughs> uh, 
but um, there are parts in this cartoon from 1994, I think, that were, I, like, I stopped it and I said, Charlie, we have to talk for a second about consent because that Beetle Man, voiced by Gilbert Gottfried, started <laughs> kissing on Thumbelina and he did not ask for her consent. And she has said no several times and he's continuing to kiss her arm uh, Gomez Adam style and I have a huge problem with this and we had to have a whole conversation about it because of Thumbelina which came out in 1994 things have changed so much since mm -hmm. then yep. it's amazing like the the way that what kind of shoes was she wearing <laughs> in 1994 Thumbelina I don't know she was a cartoon and she was the Chuck size Taylor's. of my thumb so tiny, <laughs> tiny flowers <laughs> something like that yeah, I don't know. I'm not recommending this animated film in particular. I did not enjoy it, but no, I do agree. And it's hard. Like it's really hard to go back and look at things that you loved as a kid. Remember, remember loving, because there, mm -hmm. there's for, for as 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 de depressing as our current climate can seem right now. We are still making changes, and there's forward momentum, and there are things that it's like, oh, this is definitely. It was never okay back then, but I'm really glad that we all can recognize that it's super not okay now. <laughs> At, le at least we're talking about it, right? Yeah. At least it's a yeah. conversation that we're having as opposed to just like, here, these things, these messages are being sent and we're not even acknowledging it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh, can I still call him Kicks? Is that cool? Can you? You can. <laughs> okay. Well, that answers that. <laughs> Sid, I don't, Is, I don't even remember calling him that. That's that's what you call them. I don't, you said, can we do a whole episode about kicks? And I was like, what, like high kicks? Karate kicks? <laughs> like what, kind of, what kind of kicks are we talking about? Karate? <laughs> they're, your sh they're your kicks. I don't think any of us specialize in, in kicking. Okay, well. But you call them whatever you things. want. You, you call them kicks. You wear your clog sock combo. You, you wear, yeah. put pizza on your feet, whatever. I'm just going to keep wearing sensible flats that are very supportive. You do you, <laughs> Since Sid. I have low arches. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. what I'm going to wear. See, I, I, Maybe the most mom thing you've ever I said. I, I have my one my one pair of docks that I basically live in. And I know a lot of people might be thinking, oh, but they're leather. And they are. I got them pre-gin. That's pre-vegan. And I know that when they go, they have, they're vegan docks now. So that is a thing that I'm glad that they started making. That's cool. Sure. Yeah. Well, thank you, sisters, for uh, illuminating <laughs> me <You're welcome. laughs> about my shoe practices. Uh, thank you, listeners. You should check out MaximumFun.org for uh, wonderful podcasts on our network that you may enjoy. You can email us at stillbuffering at MaximumFun.org if you have thoughts or suggestions or questions or topics. Uh, you can tweet at us at stillbuff. Um, thank you to everybody, by the way, who emailed us. Um, advice and words of comfort and support for you riley yeah that was very for, sweet yeah. thank you for your long thank distance you relationship that was very sweet yeah I we like, said if I you appreciated have any all of that yeah we said if you have any advice send it her way and you guys did, you and did. we really appreciate I it love that. thank you and uh thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change mine this has been still buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcroy and i'm taylor smurl i am a teenager and, and I was too high
Hi, I'm Viv. And I'm Teresa. And we host When Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. And then that's how my day starts. Yeah. Come on. I'm so sick of it. (laughs) When is that going to be over? Like, I want it to stop. (laughs) Teresa, you're hurting my ears. (laughs) I mean, that's it. Yeah, no, that's... I just hate it. Yeah, I don't blame you. It sucks. It really sucks. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.